Start Over, a podcast about starting over in love, in business, in life, in general. Hello and welcome to Start Over. Very excited for this second episode. I know it has been a while in the making and I do promise that 2019 I'm going to be way more consistent and we're going to have more regular episodes. However, to make up for that, I have the best guest today with us, Miss Luli. Big round of applause. <laughs> Founder of Blooming Founders. Thanks so much, Amalia. So, Lou, I'll have you introduce yourself, give us a little bit of the life uh, journey that you've had so far. Plenty of changes, plenty of start overs. So, let's hear it. Yeah, so I was born in China and the big, big first change of my life was um, when I was six years old. That's when my family immigrated to Germany. So I was uh, in, you know, thrown into a completely new culture, new language and everything. Um, yeah, I grew up in Germany, uh, did business school there, started you know, my career, um, moved a lot, like moved around a lot, um, spent one year in Hong Kong and studied abroad, uh, moved for my internships, like every three months, you know, I was in a different city. And then I started my, my career in Munich uh, with McKinsey. I didn't really like sort of management consulting, so I moved again after six months. I moved um, to Switzerland to work for Procter Gamble in Geneva, and then moved with the company. You know, two years later, to back to Germany, and then I left my job for good, corporate life, <laughs> and uh, started, I guess, you know, sort of paving my own path. And um, yeah, sort of retrained as an image consultant, started a first little business, didn't really work out, left Zurich, came to London about five years ago, and started a different business in uh, retail consulting. And then now um, I found a Blooming Founders about three and a half years ago. And this one looks seems like it's sticking. So um, yeah, so hopefully I don't have to just start over that soon again. <laughs> so. Plenty of changes. I want to hear about changing countries, which has changed a lot, and also a difference in cultures, having to build like a network from the get-go. What would be your advice for somebody who is thinking to start over in a new place, a new city, new country? What would be your tips? So I guess my biggest tip would be to be mindful and have a purpose of why you want to be in a specific um, country or in a specific city. Um, I have traveled, I mean, I love, I still love traveling, um, but now I don't really travel for the sake of it. I used to love travel even for the sake of it when I was in my 20s. Um, it was just about exploration, right? But I think at that time, you know, I think starting over or sort of immerse myself in a new culture, I found um, more exciting, yeah. um, thinking I might discover something that I didn't know, something magical, and you know, you know, it's like it's gonna be like blow my mind, right? Um, so the truth is, it didn't really happen that often. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, you just travel around, it's like, oh, there's another beach, there's another church, hmm, okay, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like the same shit. Right? It's like <laughs> eat, pray, love, but it's only just eating, really. <laughs> Exactly, just eating. But hey, you know, food is good. Uh, you gain a bit of weight. All good. Um, but I think for you know, so for your life sort of purpose and sort of what you want to do and, and, and all that, it's, it didn't help me as much as I thought it would. So then I started becoming more intentional about why I want to be in a certain place and 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 um, and I picked. I started picking like you know, the locations that I want to go. Uh, want to go, and but then I would be fully committed to 
that purpose that I have identified until I realized for whatever reason that purpose you know didn't doesn't serve me or doesn't work out and then I would you know start over again. Yeah, I was reading uh, yesterday uh, that uh, 41% of millennials have moved to a different place without the intention of permanently moving there yeah. or staying there for yeah. good. Um, so it made me think a little bit because, you know, like in London there's been an epidemic about yeah. people going to Bali, just leaving, coming back, <laughs> going there, and, you know, especially in, in the startup world, yeah. just people just move around a lot. Yeah. Uh, or change companies a lot. Yeah. Um, do you think there is a chance that we may be a little bit addicted to change, or or how can you tell if a change is a right move, yeah. or you just need to find happiness where you are? Yeah, I think it depends on how much you thought about that change, basically, right? If you move not erratically, because you know there's one little thing you don't like in your job, and you know you're on to the next one, then that's not very good, right? Because you need to, you know, sort of try to improve and learn from yeah. that situation, right? And, and that's how you grow. But then if you um, are sort of like trying to learn and then you just find out it just simply doesn't work, you know, and then obviously you move on for good reasons, right? Um, I mean, a lot of reasons why startups leave London is because it's very expensive to be in the city. And Brexit. And Brexit, right? Um, whatever that might mean. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like, well, maybe it's not the right place to be anymore, right? And uh, so for very rational reasons, people might leave London, um, you know, to, to start a company somewhere else. Um, and then, you know, maybe also like have a bit of emotional distance to the city. I think, you know, if you, I think one thing that did help me when I was starting over from the corporate life is that actually I moved to a different city. So I didn't have that familiarity sort of, you know, of like, I don't know, you know, like the, the stuff that you usually do, but now you don't really want to do them yeah. anymore because that's kind of like your old life. <laughs> um, London. London, exactly. Uh, the ambulance is it's, coming. It's London. <laughs> it's London. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that um, is, these are good reasons for change, right? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, the, the, the not so great reason for change is like if you think that you're missing out, you have fear of missing out, you know, other people are posting stuff on Instagram and you kind of feel like you're left behind. But really, like, you know, it's, it's more about you trying to compensate for something instead of um, building something for yourself, right? Um, if you're trying to, like, just find something, if you're unhappy, right, and you find, you're trying to find your, I don't know, how, how do you say, like, but, you know, like, you try to find the Holy Grail in Bali because everybody apparently is finding it, and you go there, you might be hugely disappointed because yeah. it might not be for you at all, basically, right? And you might go crazy and whatever or just nothing really happens basically right um so so yeah so i guess it's about intention sure. intention and i guess also by building a network of people that are like similar experiences yeah. that you are like in the same place helps you a little bit see things more objectively or at least have like that emotional support yeah because it has a lot of ups and downs going yeah, through yeah, changes yeah. yes i mean that's 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 right right i mean I, whenever you change something i would definitely recommend you to find you know your tribe as they say so if you're in bali definitely find your tribe on bali <laughs> uh and then if you find out you don't get along with that tribe then okay you probably shouldn't be on bali right <laughs> 
if you finally do, then great, you know, you might, you know. You have a tribe in Europe, Bali. You have a tribe, you're in Bali, and you found your calling. That's what I was looking for, right? The calling that so many people are looking for. And it's not hard to find the calling, right? I mean, it took me about, like, definitely over three years, right? Um, but, um, but, you know, is there such a thing, like, as a, a calling? I mean, some people have a calling, but some... A calling can be a little bit more broader. I mean, I think people when think of a, I need to find like my thing. They think yeah. of something very specific. Yeah. But like you knew that you want to be an entrepreneur, and then you kind of iterated as you went along. It wasn't yeah. like that. I need to be that very specific type. And you know, yeah, yeah. down the line, you know, who knows? Maybe you'll start another business yeah, yeah, after yeah. you exit successfully, exactly. <laughs> looking founders or whatnot. You know, you never know. So I think you know sometimes people think of a calling very specifically and they get stressed if they can't find like the exact thing like yeah. what was your kind of uh, journey going through different type of businesses you know calling callings can change and i don't have a plan for blooming farmers forever right um so, and you know there's still other things i want to do in life as well but i think my calling is is or the realization that i had is that i really don't want to work for someone else mm. um full stop basically. So anything I can do for my own that allows me not to work for someone else is great, basically. <laughs> so any outcome that I can achieve for myself that is, you know, sort of um, you know, sort of uh, livable, I'm happy with. Obviously I'm also very ambitious. So I I do want to have financial success because you know, it's a fuck you, the fuck you money, so-called fuck you money that uh, people talk about in startup land is, you know, when you are financially free, then you can pretty much do whatever you want, right? Yeah. Um, but what that actually is, so you know, about the, you know, being specific, I mean, that I agree as well. It doesn't You don't have to be too specific about, you know, the vision that you have. You just have to put yourself out there and learn and, uh, and see how things go. Um, Did you do... Uh, a vision board, what is it, mood board, what is they call no, vision board? No, no. <laughs> Did you I, do any of these exercises? No, I never, I've never done vision boards because I'm just... I'm, I'm not, just a Scorpio living I'm just my a, life. I'm just a Scorpio <laughs> living my life, you know? Like, like, I just do what makes sense for me, basically, right? Yeah. I mean, um, I do sort of, I guess, visualize, like, you know, but I don't go through the act, like, sort of the effort to, like, cut pictures out from magazines yes. and... Put them there and, and all that basically right i mean i have to say i have a little bit of a photographic memory so i retain quite a lot of information so i think that helps as well i'm i just rather get stuff done and you know learn from the results of doing than sitting back and take like a whole day for like vision yeah. boarding so how do you keep yourself motivated for all these things because especially when you're a solo founder you try out one thing kind of works doesn't work yeah. you're like okay where is this going yeah i think to keep yourself motivated um that's it um you really have to know what you don't want basically right it's almost like as you might not know where you want to get to but you you know where where you want to move away from so for me, it's you know about moving away from a job and working for someone else and having to wait for other people's approvals to get anything done. Um, that's kind of like my main motivation. I just don't want to do that. And if I can earn a living, you know, you know, for myself, live, you know, a, a life where I'm kind of happy with, um, and I can just get to do my own stuff, like I'm happy, right? Um, obviously, I'm also quite ambitious. So then it's about okay. 
to fulfill my ambitions, then I want to do this and this and this and that. Um, and that will then sort of, you know, keep me motivated once you see that, okay, there is actually something working. Um, you know, I can maybe maintain it on this level, you know, I can pay my rent, I can pay my food and all that. But then, you know, like the ambition kicks in and be like, hold on, you can blow this up and it can be really big and you can make an impact around the world and da da da, da. And then obviously you know, sort of more complications come <laughs> and you, have, you create more work for yourself. But that's... But that's it. We keep our spirits up. Exactly. Um, but we also spirit. need to keep our um, spirit relaxed a little bit. It can yeah. be a stressful journey. So do you have any little rituals that you follow? To keep yourself uh, grounded in the self to relax. Yeah, I mean, and as hanging out with me. Exactly. Number one, <laughs> having brunch with Amalia. <laughs> Always good. Um, I have to say, as much as I'm driven in my job and everything, I'm not very disciplined if I'm in my private life. Um, maybe that's where the Sagittarius aspect comes in. <laughs> I'm very spontaneous. <laughs> Go with the flow. <laughs> Go with the flow. You know, I mean, like, okay, it's a weekend, you know, who's up for something? Okay, nobody's up for something. That's cool. I just do my thing, right? But somebody's up for something? Okay, you know, I might join. Yeah. Right? Um, sleeping? Sleeping is very important. Uh, to me, it got more and more important over time. So, um, yeah, so I, I do make sure I get enough sleep, which are these days about seven to eight hours. Um, I still stay up quite late because I work better at night. Um, I'm not very much of a morning person, so kind of like I shifted my sleeping cycle between well midnight to one to eight thirty. Um, yeah, that's Ariana Huffington. If you're listening to this podcast, get in touch with Blue here. Yes. Maybe some amazing things can happen with Blooming Founders. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so definitely. So, tell me a little bit also about Blooming Founders because you know you have a lot of ladies here that do start over in life. So what are the things that you see that it's more challenging for them? Um, what is the thing that really makes a difference yeah. these days? I think the reason why I started Blooming Founders is to help solve a problem that I had as well, right? As somebody who changed from a corporate career to entrepreneurship. It is a very different life. Um, and don't believe anything else who tells you otherwise. It is a very different life. Um, you think you can do something and then you realize, no, it just doesn't, you know, doesn't work. And it must, it, it might not be you. It might be just the market, a customer competition, like whatever is going on. Right. Um, so you feel quite lonely, right? And a lot of women like me started on their own. Um, and you kind of like go insane a little bit because you work from home, you know, in the beginning and then you realize you only work from home and you haven't really changed out of your pajamas for like a week. And, you, you know, and, and then actually sometimes, you know, I hear from um, the women as well that, you know, you just feel, start to feel a bit like less professional if you're doing everything on your kitchen table or, you know, on your couch or, or, or somewhere. And I think, you know, being part of, you know, getting yourself out there, meeting people, working like in an office environment, um, is important because it just that actually is you know what I see keeps other people motivated right which other people you know then think that you know I'm being professional I'm doing this I'm building and I'm growing right um and and that's important right and I think you need that sort of um the right environment and, and everybody can define their own environment right I mean I you know paid a membership to to a, a business club when I sort of you know wasn't uh, came to London right um mm -hmm. And uh, and I, I was I went there because I needed a, you know a space to work from to have meetings with and also you know to to meet other people 
right? Um, so, so yeah, so I, I just kind of like, you know, did it myself and I thought, okay, why do I have to pay 2,000 pounds to be part of a members club type I mean, of thing? Early beginnings uh, startup scene in London yeah. was a little bit uh, easy because you had Google Campus yeah. and everybody would hang out there, but we were like 20 people. Now it's almost too big. Uh, and it's hard to identify who these people have like a similar background, similar challenges, yeah. or even similar intentions or aspirations. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what kind of for our new community app is coming in, right? Because I mean, yeah. we've grown the community so much over the last three years, and you have you know women from have a business service, you have sorry, business services, service business, yeah, and then women who um, have you know sort of budding tech startups and product businesses. And I think, you know, you have to find your tribe, right? But then now in London, like entrepreneurship has become so popular that it's too just like everyone. Jungle, too much of a jungle, too, too many tribes. <laughs> too many tribes and you have to find your tribe. And it's like, oh my God, like where's this like, tribe, you know? And and obviously we're serving a few entrepreneurs, but let me, let's be honest, like not every woman is the same, right? Yeah. And some women will gel better with, you know, some women and, and there's also like other, you know, female yeah. networks and out it's, there, right? uh, so, it's also, it's an inclusive community, yeah, so we accept uh, all the good people here. Yes, men as well. Yeah, so. vaginas and dicks, but not being a dick. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so if you're that kind of person, make sure to go to bloomingfounders.com to um see how you can become a member how you can benefit from this platform you can also follow on instagram twitter yep. blooming founders make sure to follow uh and get more we have a lot of events coming up right? yes events, conference. conferences uh, lots of things so sign up to the newsletter a very good newsletter every week we share what we're up to and uh, yeah so you can be in touch and you can also get uh the book yes the book that's another on Amazon. <laughs> yes, on Amazon. So it's called Dear Female Founder. If you are interested about, you know, hearing uh, about the advice from successful female entrepreneurs who have been there, done that from all around the world, um, I got them to write a letter to their younger selves or, you know, a budding female entrepreneur. And that, that's why it's called Dear Female Founder because every chapter is a letter that starts with Dear Female Founder and then she writes about, you know, what she would like to sort of pass on and advice and, and insights um, yeah so if you're interested you can find that on Amazon and uh, and Kindle and uh, what and else then you can come by this wonderful space yes, that we're at space. and you can get it signed by Miss Lou herself yes and we have Nespresso coffees that's always Thank also you. a good reason Thank to you, stop Nespresso by and Jules Clooney <laughs> and uh, and join the community app. So yeah, that's I'll always, make sure you know, to film some footage for you guys. To many many ways out. to get involved. Many ways to get involved. Uh, so now you have this space, which is on Curtain Road yeah. in Shoreditch. In Shoreditch, you also have a partnership with Cocoon. Yes. Right, and you have uh, meeting rooms and space there as well. Yes. Uh, and uh, where where are we starting over next? Which ex international expansion? Well, I think the next starting over is is probably not starting over. It's just like starting another thing, uh, yeah. another project, which is um, more around the fundraising process because that's you know when you are starting up and you've built something. If you love money and want money, 
Stay tuned. Exactly. <laughs> Girls just want to have fun, I shall say. Um, yeah, that's the, the next uh, thing that we're looking to do something um, on uh, because it's it's a big barrier for female entrepreneurs. Awesome. And we need to fund more women. Yes, we do. And on that note, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening, for tuning in. I hope we did better with sound this time around. <laughs> Every episode is just going to get better and better. <laughs> thank you, Lou, for having us in this wonderful space. Uh, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks Take so care. Bye. All right. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> I like it.